Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Malia White, real-life bosun and cast member on Bravo's Below Deck Med. Working in my industry can be very interesting. These are my stories. As you'll find out, my world is a total ship show. Hey guys, welcome back to Total Ship Show. This is part two of our live episode. Uh, every year on the show, we like to hear from our fans and answer your questions. So thank you for sending in your questions. Uh, this year, we happen to do it live. Hopefully, we'll do it live again because that was lots of fun. Um, so yeah, here are your most asked questions for myself and Katie. How many pull-ups can you do? Uh, this is a question for Malaya, guys. Can you do a pull-up, Katie? Yes, I can fucking do a pull-up. I'm just asking a question. <laughs> I like five. That's actually that's I'll, I'll go with Maybe like seven. A half a one or one. That's where I draw the limit. I can probably only do one these days. Okay, so I know you get asked this question all the time, um, but I think it's an important one. So for someone who's interested in getting into the deckhand role, what do you recommend? And I would also like to hear from Katie if they're interested in getting into a role in interior. What do you recommend? Yeah, uh, for the deckhand role, first off. Um, just know like what you're getting into. It is a very serious role. Our work on deck is it is dangerous. It can be hazardous at times. You know, you're dealing with a lot of machinery, anchors, lines, fenders, you know, the boat itself, tenders. It's not easy and it is hazardous. And yeah, the first thing you should do is get your STCW. And then the next thing you should do is try to get a qualifying certificate. So if you can get any sort of captain's license, like a 50 ton or a hundred ton or a powerboat level one, powerboat level two, yeah. just anything that gives you some experience behind the wheel of the tender. That's where I would start. This isn't something you can go out and get before like being a green yeah. deckhand. Like you, you, you got to work first. As Again, Malia said, it's a, it's a gnarly job on deck. Like yeah. we have a saying on a yacht, like safety never takes a day off. And that is the one thing that is drilled into not just deck crew, every single crew member employed on a vessel safety is what's drawn like we are trained constantly week after week we're doing training like fires are the most common most incident common. on boats mm -hmm. so we have to con like you know we get i've been trained in firefighting katie as well we yeah. all get trained in basic firefighting i've now been trained in advanced firefighting it's intense on yachts we have like ba kits and we've got a dawn like an actual firefighting kit in case there is like one of our colleagues is down and we have to rescue them i normally just like the firefighters and not actually Doing oh, oh, we we know. Okay, so Katie, what, yeah, Katie what loves about you? 
<laughs> yeah. So like if you're going through the interior, it's exactly the same as what Malia said. You need an SCCW. That is a basic certificate to be any form of crew member on a vessel, like in the maritime industry. Every single seafarer is what we're called, holds that certificate. Uh, for me, like it's, you know, any sort of hospitality, bartending, waitressing, anything like that is an absolute bonus. Interior is obviously a very different route than the than working on the exterior. The exterior, like I would say, this is like a career for them. Like when you when you start as a deckhand, you can make your way up to a captain. On the interior, yes, you can make your way up to a chief stew like me, but it's not something I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Um but in saying that, it doesn't mean it's any less of a career. Like it's, 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 I've evolved so much from it. Like I've learned so much from it. And it's, you know, pretty much maybe the person I am. But, you know, just any sort of basic hospitality knowledge is an absolute win because obviously you don't have yacht knowledge. I want to add something to Katie because I don't think she gives herself and like the interior enough credit. Um, just because you're joining the interior of a yacht doesn't mean that you don't have to be as like seaworthy and like in that mindset, you're still part of the muster list. Like Katie plays in a huge role. If there was an emergency, Katie's role is pretty much unmatched. She has to like, you know, gather all the guests, keep them calm. Um, she also has to be firefighter trained, first aid trained, because a lot of the times the interior crew are who are going to encounter like a problem first. So if you think you're going to come in and be like this bimbo, like interior stewardess, that's not what these chicks are about. Like they're hard. Like Katie's a boss bitch and she works hard and the interior is just as serious. Thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you. Let's talk about the other part of your job, which is Katie keeps track of like all the finances on the boat, you know? She does provisioning. She keeps track of like, okay, alcohol consumption, which <laughs> we know is high. So how, do, how does that work? Just, let's customers? just say my crew is very well looked after. Yeah. So Katie right now does shares like a purser's role, but there are pursers. But if you're operating on a boat that doesn't have one, like your chief stew does all of that. She's basically the accountant, the liaison, the front man person. Like if you think that interior crew I'm basically the captain's PA from time to time yeah. too. I'm just saying that like if you think that interior doesn't have it tough or they don't use their brains as much as deck crew, you're wrong. They they do. She has a lot going on in there. In your brain and at work. In my brain. <laughs> I try to. <laughs> okay, so another question. Have either of you had any experience on sailing yachts? I don't think I could do it. I get very seasick in the way this fucking sailing yacht works. And like the way that thing lists, it would just make me angry, I think. I've not worked on a sailing yacht. I've done some sailing um, for fun. And yeah, I think it's a lot of fun, but I don't, I'm not like, I'm not eager. I, to yeah, I on. think for me, it would be more of like a leisure activity. Yeah. Like there's so many insane sailing yachts in this Let's industry that, that are like beautiful, <laughs> but not to work on like for, for leisure. I admire <laughs> sa- like true yeah. sailors that can sail a sailboat. Like I, it's not like that's my hands amazing. are up to you. I take like my that. hands off to Daisy from Below Deck Sailing. Yeah, like, Daisy. Yes. She's a boss bitch. And when the boat lists and everything goes flying, like I would, I get fucking angry when we're on a motor yacht and it's like a little bit bumpy. I'm like, what yeah. is this shit? <laughs> yeah. Like, do not operate like this. Yeah. <laughs> so and also, Dustin, I take my hat off to her. Dustin from Dustin, season two, like, yeah. he, 
the one-armed sailor. Yeah, like, one arm, one, one leg. One arm, one leg, and traveled around the entire world. And he by sailed himself. the entire world. <laughs> okay, so here's a question. Who are the random people on dock that are catching your lines? Do you just throw to anyone? Yeah, so basically it's the it's the harbor master or the lines, line handlers, but that that's their job. Their job is to greet the yacht as it comes in, catch the lines, get shore power connected, get water connected. There's a lot that goes in. And the, that's another interesting thing you probably don't see on the show, but when the ship comes in, if you think of all the mechanics and all the side, like the engines and things that are running, when we come to dock, all that changes. So we, we tie up the lines, we switch to shore power. So our generators aren't constantly running. We shut down our engines. We switch to dock water. So that's part of an engineering duty. Our water makers aren't running. Yeah. So that's a, it's a shared duty between deck and engineering, but yeah, those guys are there. Sometimes they're good at their jobs. Sometimes they are. Sometimes you have to tell them. You're like, no, we're putting the line here. Fuck's sake. Sometimes you're like, can you get that line on? And they're like walking, and you're like, could you get it on sooner? So you're really dependent on them, and you don't, it's not like, like you don't know them. You're just, no. The rules are the rules. And like your captain's like, get that line on. And you're like, yeah, when the captain's like, get the fucking line on, you get the fucking line on, but that's. And they're sitting there, like, trying to untie (laughs) the line. And you're like, hmm. (laughs) They make a lot of money, though. That's a good good job. Okay, so are you guys allowed to bring back your uniforms? Do you have special costumes from uh, or for provisions or a daily budget for the crew? So on a normal yacht, you do not. The uniform is the boat's property on below deck because they're not going to use a fucking bright red polo that says Lady Michelle. We don't wear bright red in real life. That is not a thing. No, because it's bright property. Uniform is fucking expensive. And when you're on a big boat with like 50 to 60 crew, that is hundreds of thousands of euros or dollars worth of uniform. So absolutely not. This is a sore subject for Katie because she constantly... I hate... (laughs) uniform it honestly and deck crew always complains always no one's happy and trust me and i'm like i don't care anymore i don't care (laughs) you know when we lived together you left your sorocco oh that's below dick that's no but she she left her sorocco pullover in my closet when i moved i donated it and then i was like i should have said like oh malia farted on this just for you (laughs) (laughs) for like a thousand dollars about that now probably man i fucking blew it damn it (laughs) Um, okay, so Malia, what's the hardest thing about working on deck? Ooh, hardest thing about working on deck. Um, to be honest, sometimes uh, it can be as a bosun, it can be kind of lonely because, especially as a as a woman, because you don't have a lot of other females on deck. So sometimes, you know, boys will be boys and they have their banter, and sometimes you're just kind of left out. <laughs> um, that can be hard. Uh, physically, sometimes my job can be really tough. Like I'm 32. I'm quite, you know, like I try to stay in shape, but my job can be physically, physically demanding. So like 11 weeks straight of every single day, putting up and down a slide or putting out jet skis and a tender is I'm exhausted. Dude, even our fenders on board are stupidly heavy. Yeah, our fenders are bigger than We have the biggest fenders on the fucking planet. And like interior, we come and help with fenders. And I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah, I'd say like physical exhaustion sometimes is is tough. Like I, and there's days where I wake up and I'm like, I actually don't know if I can push through, but I have to because I lead a team. And then I'm like, if one of my teammates is exhausted, I have to pick up that slack because that's what I'm there for, you know? Well, and to what you said earlier, like leadership, like 
leadership is lonely, you know? So like the higher you get up, the less people that you have because you, you sort you, of confide in and you yeah. need a, yeah, you'll, but like, don't front. get me wrong. Our, the, the team, my deck crew on, on board is absolutely amazing. And I do I actually do work with fellow deck crew or, um, female deck crew, which yeah. is awesome because we don't get that on every boat, but our, yeah, boat we've does. got it. We've got good female deck hands on yeah. board. It's, it's a, it, honestly, in my experience in yachting, having, th- we have three females on deck in our deck department. Um, and it honestly makes all the difference. Okay, I have a fun question. So if the cameras did not follow you, would you pop a hole in the slide? 100%. I would do it for the deck crew too. <laughs> like without a doubt. Fuck the slide. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, but seriously. Uh, just to be clear, okay? So we talk about the slide here, my arch nemesis. Just to be clear, a slide on a super yacht is custom built. So they come on and they say, yeah, it makes sense for the slide to go here. This is how we'll inflate it. Because it's one, it weighs a shit ton. Like on our boat right now, it weighs over a ton easily. You can't lift it. It's, it goes it from our sun deck. Like six it's huge. deck crew to deploy and bring in the slide. And it takes about an hour to set it up. But they come in and they say, yeah, this makes the most sense. On below deck, they just get a generic slide and say, "This will <laughs> be fine." So it's not. You're custom. like, this isn't fine. This the is boat, not fine. Yeah, they just they it shows up on the dock and they say, "Well, we ordered a slide. We think it's the right dimensions. Figure it out." So when you see us like fucking around with the slide and we're like, oh, we don't know. Can we inflate the fender? Can we like, and Captain Sandy's like, get the slide up. I'm like, yeah, great, Captain Sandy. Do you think you could show me where you think this slide goes? Because it doesn't fit. And I can tell you right now, it takes 15 knots of wind, one five knots of wind to make the slide not go up. I prayed for 15 knots of wind every that's single not a, day. That's not a lot of wind. I was like, please be windy today. <laughs> uh, we can do jet skis, but we just can't do the slide. At like 15.2, I was like, nope, too windy. Sorry, can't put it out. Safety never takes a day off. <laughs> yeah. This question just is so great because I've actually been trying to uh, get the answer to this question myself. Oh. This is from William and Lily. What really happened in Split? Oh, we were just talking about this. Come today. on, get dirty with us. Guys, Tell us look, it's been a like, year and a half exciting. and no one has got the answer out of it. And I, I am so sorry to say, but that is it. Mary, okay. we know you're watching, but we'll get the answer. Yeah, my mom's watching. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep this PG-13. Uh, no, I don't think we have an answer because we don't remember. We had just wrapped six weeks of filming and it was like the yeah. most chaotic season I've ever done. Yeah. And like I like I, you guys saw me. I worked 20 hour fucking days. I was a zombie. We like, slept. We drank. We did not leave the house. And so when and we went to split, it was just this clusterfuck. Let's just leave it at Bender. Yeah. You guys can you guys can fill in the blanks. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's fair. All right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
from Bridget. Are either of you planning or hoping to do another season of Below Deck? This is actually fully out of our control. This really comes down to casting and production. So the way it works with casting is each year they they put a group of people together which they think are going to work or not work. Um, (laughs) And it really comes down to that. That is the defining factor in us going back or not. Um, You know, we're still talk a lot to production and bravo and all of that it's i wouldn't say no but we're we're oh oh <laughs> yes yes love this question yes, yes. 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 one <laughs> uh and katie is lexi really satan yes fucking 110 percent yes i have never in my goddamn life met somebody like her she just i was- had a moment there's a moment and obviously it does not make it to air when I went down, so it's called the control room. So production has two cabins on the boat, one where we keep all the camera gear and the other one's the control room. And I think it was after one of the blowout. I think it was when I was in the galley with Lexi and I had that moment with her and I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on? And she picked up the phone, started calling her mom and I was like, what the oh. fuck? And I went straight down to that control room and I was like knocking on the door. I was like, I need to speak to you guys. And I had the producers out there and they literally unmiked me, took me outside, took a camera off me. And I was like, what the fuck is this shit? I was like, this, this is why Katie so- charges her crystals. Like yeah. I was like, like this. Me. And I said to them, I was like, this <laughs> is bullshit. And they were like, okay, okay, speak to us. And they literally were like unmiking me and I'm fucking losing my shit. I was like, what the fuck? Like, but like, why? Let's keep, let's keep in mind that like before everything went down with Lexi, the the like red flag moment for me was that I walked into the cabin because we, <laughs> I was the lucky cabin mate. We walked in and I was like, Lexi's having a conversation with someone, but her phone was on her bed. And I was like, well, who the fuck is she talking to? And then I'm listening and there's just some wild shit going out. And I was like, they're like, there's like a brawl going on in the bathroom. And I'm like, but I'm pretty sure it's just her in there. And yeah, that's when she started calling herself Satan. And I just went to production. I was like, she's like, she's calling herself it, 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 Satan. It was almost like scary though. Cause then I said yeah. to them, I was like, I, and I, and, and she told me she was going to like beat me up. Like, like okay. she had just lost her father, right? Like she was going through a really dark time. And like, like I'm a very empathetic person. And I said this to her and the conversation I actually had with her about this never made it to air. When I said, you need to put your mental health first. I said, none of this shit yeah. matters. This she had some shit bullshit. going down for sure. I was like, Lexi, I will need to know if you are okay. And if you're not, and if you're not, she I will wasn't. do everything in my power to make you sure you're okay. But she was she also just so had this cooked. weird complex that she was like, I'm the second stew and like everyone else is. I don't do laundry. Me, I was like, bitch, I'm the chief stew and like, I do the laundry. Shut the fuck stand up. Stand down. And I was like, <laughs> this, what? Okay, you know what? This, okay, any single girl that Let's wants see, to get into yachting. without the bosun or the second stew? My yeah. bitch. <laughs> okay, so this is a fun question. Um, where, we'll start with Katie. So Katie, where's your favorite place you've been while yachting? Alaska. Alaska is honestly the most insane place I've ever done. Like I were like like, making cocktails on icebergs. Yeah, Yeah. literally. We did some really cool stuff with like 
break off some iceberg and we'll serve like oysters on it. Maybe don't tell people that. <laughs> this is America. We like our icebergs. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm probably going to get sued for that. <laughs> okay. No, I this, I love this because I, I took an Alaskan cruise this Alaska, year. And it was you know amazing. What it is? I think it's so different. Like it's not normal yachting, right? So to be able to do that on a yacht and like we would literally be anchored in between glaciers and it was just the coolest thing would see orca whales, would see like bald eagles, it'd be bears. It was just, I don't know, for me, it was just the coolest fucking experience of my life to be on a super yacht in the middle of Alaska, anchored in between glaciers. And like we would cruise through like ice water. So like you went down to your cabin and you could hear like the ice like crackling on the side of the yacht. And you're like, wow, this is so creepy, but so cool. My cruise was not like that. And it was the most amazing experience of Oh, okay, Malia, where's your favorite place that you've been walking? Okay, so I haven't been to Alaska yet on a boat, but uh, I would say mine is the Galapagos. I was the deck dive instructor at the time, and I got to do some pretty amazing diving. So the Galapagos is amazing. It's just untouched. And the nature experience, it's yeah. all about nature. So you're not, you're not worried about who's the richest, who's the fanciest. That's not my vibe. It's not about who has the biggest boat or who's the richest or who can flash anything. It's all about nature. So I was diving with penguins. We went, I saw my first hammerhead shark. I saw a schooling, like, um, a school of eagle rays, like it, a mobula rays. I dove with penguins. Like, I just do, loved it. Is that where you did your hammerhead dive? No. Okay. I have since done a, a great hammerhead dive. That was Bimini. But yeah, I my top um, yachting experience so far is through the South Pacific, the Galapagos, Tahiti, Fiji, and New Zealand. Um, okay, so from Lily, we have uh, the majority of your charter guests. Are they European, American... I'd say the majority of our charter guests are actually American. Yeah. So, uh, and they're our favorite. Americans are our favorite charter guests. Um, They're just, uh, Americans in general, you guys love a theme. You love to have fun. And like that. We love a theme? (laughs) In a shocking turn of events, Americans love a theme. I fucking love it. Usually we're not as like uptight (laughs) as Europeans. So. The trick to charter guests is we like anyone that doesn't treat us like we're just crew. Yeah. Which I think Americans are good at. Americans are like, because yeah, let's is, hang like, out. We're in your space, like we get to know you very personally. Like we're up in your grill 24-7. So when you so have- be nice to your crew. Yeah. Wherever they are. Your staff. Yeah. Always. Yeah. From Brenda. Brenda. My mom's name is Brenda and she's Oh, is watching. this your mom? So I guarantee this is Brenda. my mom. Brenda. What are you drinking? Also oh. very timely. Wow. Is this All actually right. your mom? She would ask this. Brenda. 100%. This is my mom. I'm drinking an old fashioned and I've had a few. <laughs> Brandy. <laughs> I'm drinking a gin and tonic, as you know. Brenda's. I am a tequila slut, so I am drinking tequila. Which, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, Hail Varsity Club, these cocktails are banging. Thank you. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're so great. I've had a few. So yeah. good. Oh, Cheers, so good. everyone. <laughs> okay. So from Lily. Um, are there common industries the guests have made their wealth from? Yes. <laughs> investment banking. Yeah. Yeah. That, They're usually you, an investment banker of some sort. And you, I would say most people that I've worked for are self-made. Yeah. People that are self-made have way more empathy or are way more down to earth than the people that have money or are born into money and yeah but we obviously encounter a very big range of people and they Mm. work you know they've either 
they've either inherited a lot of money or they've self-made and are, you know, like I've worked for a lot of self-made billionaires yeah, and they're the same. best people. The You'd best. never know. They actually you know never know that they are a billionaire. They, treat people. they dress like they're homeless. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, you get some really, really great yeah, people. Yeah. Okay. This is yeah. kind of a unique question. Do you practice drills for ship hijacking by drug pirates or human smugglers? We, and this is something that you don't see in the show as well, but we constantly drill. Mm-hmm. Pirates still exist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and we, we have to drill that. We drill hijacking. We drill bomb threats, fire, So we actually collision. have on a yacht, you'll have a call button. So if we ever got hijacked by pirates, um, there is a certain few call S-S-A-S points. S-S-A-S button. There you go. Like she knows the terminology. <laughs> That's not my department. But there's certain buttons. So if we were ever hijacked by pirates, if we were like in the Red Sea or something like that, going down to the Maldives or Thailand... Yeah, that's some like Hollywood shit. You see them like press the button under yeah, the counter. Yeah, like it exists. We have, we that. have that on it, a yacht. So if that happens, people can go up and push it. And then that basically sends a signal to our management company. And then they will alert everyone needed well, it, to know. It, it, actually, be like, it actually alerts the special forces in our area. Yeah. So like oh. if there's like a, a gray day and I just want some like hot men, <laughs> just press that button. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> It alerts the Coast Guard and Special Forces to come save us. But yes, to answer the question, we drill all the time. That's a huge part of our job. Yeah, not to bring up anything from past seasons, but that's also why like sobriety, drug use, everything is always the captain's discretion because we are constantly ready for any sort of emergency. Okay, so here's yes. another question. <laughs> I, I think the answer Ooh, to this is I no, like but... this group. That's savage as fuck. They're wild. Yeah, they knew exactly what I was they're referencing. Sta- they're staying until we lock We it need down people tonight. who are coherent <laughs> enough to do the side of the job that's important. Anyway. Okay, so I, so I think the answer to this is no, but are there any A-list celebrities that you can name that you've seen on yachts? Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, we've seen him on Beyonce and Jay-Z, duh. Uh, I know someone who had Beyonce. Yeah, I can't say who, but... Uh, yeah, we've had a few. Hmm. But I would we, say we okay, I would say for the majority, you see these celebrities on yachts, they're usually guests. I guess. So I, I'm being serious, like the like A-list celebrities most of the time cannot, they can't afford to own a yacht. One person that is consecutive with chartering a yacht that I know in the industry has been Rihanna. She there was always one boat. I'm not gonna name a heart of discretion for her. But yeah. uh, she would always charter the same yacht every year. And- Kardashians charter yachts. Yeah. Oh, we saw LeBron. LeBron James was next oh, to us this he was summer. right next to he us was in Portofino this year. And we oh, were, my God. He was working out with his band. In the Sky Lounge. If you like- ever need to get all the female crew on deck, <laughs> get LeBron and James next to you. He was literally shirtless in he like is spandex so just working out. I mean, we were just standing there like everyone. me on deck. I'm not actually the male crew were there too. Everyone was just like, is that, Le- is that, Le- we have like, literally yeah, 24 LeBron crew members just looking at the sky being like, oh my God. And yes, he's just as gorgeous. He's amazing. <laughs> In person. Okay. Katie, what is your tequila? 818. I, you know what? <laughs> She's done well. It's quite a sweet tequila for me. Shout out to Kendall Jenner. I love that bitch. But, oh, she has a tequila. She, yeah, she has a tequila called A1A. Of it's course, quite, Malia has no clue. 
Yeah, I'm, uh, a, I'm a big, I'm a big Plaza Zoo girl. I'm actually a big mezcal girl, but that's purely because I live in. Well, let's I talk about much, mezcal. What's your favorite mezcal? Plaza Zoo. So Klaus is old. People know it. It's it's a very high end tequila. But uh, you know what? The Stay tuned. One blue. day this girl will have her own tequila. And tequila slut, right? Yeah, the tequila yeah. slut will have her own tequila. So, and if you want Katie to be a slut, give her tequila. Mm. Yeah, it goes both ways. I'm just a good vibe on tequila. <laughs> yeah, on tequila is a, I'm a sloppy mess. Katie, it just functions normally. Like yeah. I couldn't actually tell. It's if like she was drinking, drinking coffee in the morning for yeah. me. And she can just take a shot of tequila, no wincing, no nothing. I'm like dry heaving about to vomit. Katie, we, it's we, like she drank water. <laughs> yes. What's your name? Amanda. Oh, Hi, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> um, below deck preference sheets meetings. How often, how long do you get that before the crew? And Is that how real yachting happens? No, absolutely fucking not. No, I'm going <laughs> to no. put that. I'm going to clear that one up straight away. Normally, I'll be on it. So say we're on charter right now and we've got a charter in a week's time. I would already have the preference sheet. My provisions order already would have gone in. Um, in normal yachting, that's how it happens. On below deck, we do get the preference sheet prior to the preference sheet meeting. We don't get it with the photos. We don't get it with who it is. They just give us the basics of what we need to order because we still do our own provisioning. Um, so we normally order it a week ahead of time. The preference sheet meeting normally takes part a day prior to what you guys see on the show because no way in fucking hell is it possible to ring up a provision and be like, hey, we need this in an hour's time. Like, yeah. no. But that's part of the drama is it's like, just- oh, they want caviar from Switzerland. And we're like, oh. Okay, yeah, but I ordered that a week ago, but you guys <laughs> you know, don't know, you know about that. You know what my okay? favorite part about the preference sheet on Below Deck is? Is they go to the deck crew and they're like, the guests want every single water toy every day and i'm like, like i know you don't have to tell me and they're like yeah but they want like the slide and i'm like i know everyone wants the obviously slide. they're like the guests would love to enjoy the water and i'm like no shit they rented a boat <laughs> they didn't want to they didn't want to enjoy the water i'd be a little concerned <laughs> they want to eat nice food cooked from a chef yeah, they'd love to wow. go, they'd love to go swimming they really? love high-end Thank service okay. so glad you typed that up Good. is there another question. audience cam, question? where's cam where's our sailor oh i don't need to. oh know. you need a microphone lady you, oh, you let's do. hear it <laughs> i'm loud enough so when there's someone who you need it. Pretend <laughs> like I'm not here. It's when hard. someone totally lies on their CV and they're on the show, does mm-hmm. that happen in real life mm-hmm. or is that for the show? Yeah. it. You know, in yachting, if you lie in your CV, it gets figured out very quickly. Seriously? Like Reagan said she was a bosun. Yeah, and Delaney a, said she was a stewardess. Of a, of a rowboat? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it gets, it gets figured out pretty quickly. Ew. No, no, I, I, I disagree. I think some great people come from cruise ships. We've had some good crew. They, but there's like a little adjustment period. Okay. I would say the best crossover. So, okay. So for people, people like for deck crew that come from cruise ships, a lot of the times it's like a rude awakening because we have to work on deck. Um, but stewardesses, I I feel like there's quite a, yeah, it's a mixed bag. Yeah. But the cruise ship industry is wild. It's, it's so wild. Like you think yachties so are wild, but they, it's just not the same. Like they, they come onto our boat and they have to work a lot and they're yeah. like, this is weird. <laughs> so it's a mixed bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to work when I'm here. Interesting. 
Is that what happens in real yachting? The tip envelope, or is that a no? Blowback? The tip envelope is Bring not a thing. It gets wired into our accounts. Gotcha. Yeah, even on the show. My first season of Below Deck, we actually the tip meeting. We did get handed our cash, and we walked away with it. That has since changed. <laughs> we don't walk away with cash. <laughs> so we were blowing it. As an American, I can speak to this. Like I was never in an industry where I got tipped out like that. Like I'd been a server, I'd been a busboy or girl. Uh, and yeah, like I'd never experienced getting such a big tip, especially in cash and in euros. And uh, they say in yachting, like your first lesson is like everyone is going to go blow one of their tips. Yeah. Like you're going to spend it on something absolutely ridiculous. And it's true. Yeah. That's your like big lesson. <laughs> you're like, shit, I just spent all that money on something. I could have put it like a down payment on <laughs> a house. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, Katie, what was the, or what is, no, we'll say was, what was the dirtiest toilet you've ever cleaned? Oh God, mine. Wow. <laughs> yeah, clearly you don't know about Malia's uh, GI issues. Our own cabin bathroom. No, I'm kidding. That's disgusting. I'm joking. I think my first year in yachting, I was on this charter and the fact that these guests you would think the the more money you make or the richer you are, you would still have basic manners. Nope, that wasn't the case. Like people literally do not how to do not know how to flush a toilet. I'm like, what? Just because you're rich, you just all of a sudden lose all this basic shit that you grow up with. Like, and it, honestly, it's cons- I'm like, what the fuck? They like, shit in the shower a yeah, lot. Yeah. Or just in the bed. But no, like sometimes it's not the toilet that's the dirtiest. And that's really gross because you're like, we're dealing with adults. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They shit in the the shower a lot or the bed, which is not great for interior. Okay. So in case you guys didn't hear, she asked if do you Captain Lee and Captain Sandy do anything other than just their televised season? No. (laughs) Um, No. So they did. Don't get me wrong. They did. But they have no reason to now. They are very successful in Below Deck. They're still captains. Like, Captain Sandy is a 3,000-ton unlimited captain. So um, she doesn't captain regular yachts. No. But she doesn't need to. You've ever worked under. Don't. Who's my favorite captain I've ever worked under? Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys. Um, that you would know. Well, I've only worked under Captain Sandy on the show. Um, okay, so... I love Captain Sandy. Okay, I love her. Absolutely. I I admire her. She's what made me want to get in the industry, like stick in it. And I think that Captain Sandy gets a lot of shit that's unfair. Um, Like Lee, Captain Lee can do whatever. He can say whatever. He gets away with way more than Captain Sandy does, which is bullshit. As soon as Captain Sandy pulls the same like big dick energy, she gets a lot of shit, which I, I don't stand for because women as captains and women as anything in a leadership role have the same right to be as direct. And, and is she a good her- captain? Yes, yes, she is. And She's does she supportive. deserve to be treated just the same as Captain Lee and paid equally to Captain Lee? Yes, she does. She's got the same qualifications. She's got, you know, the same experience. So, yeah, I fucking love Captain Sandy. This season was the first time we've ever seen Captain Sandy, like, hit or touch anything. Captain Lee has And that wasn't up to her. That's not on her. Yeah. That's on the people around her and the crew around her. She didn't have the best person. (laughs) The most unqualified person probably in Below Deck history, but anyway. 
Anyway, but yeah, to answer that question, I love Kathy Sandy and she's amazing. All right. It's uh, from James, who you know. <laughs> uh, what, what's the, love James. Yeah, what's the scariest thing you've seen aside from him driving the tender? I was just going to say, it's James <laughs> as a deckhand. <laughs> so James is uh, like a bigwig in the financial world. He's one of my best friends. He's amazing. And he decided Hi. to come. He watched Below Deck and was like, I want to be a deckhand. <laughs> and I was like, hmm. Yeah, I love you. You're, his personality is amazing. James amazing. is amazing. And I was like, okay, yeah, James can come work on deck. And then I slowly was like, hmm, James, what did you do before this? Let's go <laughs> you back should to do that. that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think the scariest thing is uh, uh, we lost steering. Yeah, on our boat, actually. In Remember? the middle of a storm in yeah. Capri. Yeah, we actually have it on camera. Oh, no, you're talking about when we were dragging anchor. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you- we were dragging anchor in close proximity to a bunch of other boats this summer in the middle of a lightning storm. We were on chart. We had guests on board. and It was heavy. It was terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that that's another thing to note is like, you see a lot of nice days on below deck. I, I think there was an episode where I was like in a storm, but that happens a lot more than you think. And mm-hmm. we're out there fighting the weather and the whole safety of the yacht and the crew. Yeah. Literally that was a rely on, on the deck and the captain in yeah. that moment. Like, I remember the captain is right. The captain me. was a badass. And because obviously we have crew down at all hours and he's like, wake the fucking second officer up, wake it up. Yeah. And he was like, have you literally screaming on the radio at like the interior? Because he knew all of deck are, are doing all the stuff to make sure we're safe. And so we have like interior running about, like getting fucking other crew up. Like you need to get the fuck up. The captain is yeah. calling you. You need to go to the bridge right now. Like basically and- we were like this, another boat behind us. And we were dragging anchor towards that yacht. But we were in we a have, wind uh, and lightning Somebody storm. from the boat behind us was videoing us. And we have footage. And it's literally, you see us and just like lightning bolts like yeah. above our yacht. And it's like. I had the pleasure of standing Capri, on the fore Anyone that's been to Capri, <laughs> it's like. Yacht, 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 yacht. Like it's just boat after boat after boat after boat. So but yes, James, that was probably the most terrifying. So where were you? <laughs> we do have one more question Pam, that I got. If you're I got wear that question. outfit, you got to move quickly. Okay, we move quickly I'm on, on the deck. deck. Come on, Skipper Cam. <laughs> uh, girlfriend here is a big fan of you guys. Hi. Hi. <laughs> if I'm gonna start watching Below Deck, which episode do I go watch right after this? Oh god. Definitely watch the first episode of the first season that Malia was. No, on. don't. And watch don't that whole that. season. No, please don't do that. I was young. She was. She started season two. I think season six. I've no. I didn't work with Chef Ben, but we've partied together in Fort Lauderdale. He's a lot of fun. Uh, no, but I Ben's awesome. I met him in live in real life, and he's he's a lot of fun. Him and Kate. Kate is also. Kate, I thought Kate, Kate is a vibe. She loves NASA. She loves like the space shuttle. Like she's, she's a huge nerd, and cool I absolutely fuck, love her. Like, she's yeah, cool she's cool as fuck. I thought I was not going to have that thought, and I do. She's really yeah. cool. You mentioned something earlier about a new podcast yeah. or something. Can you fill me in on that? So just yes. because <laughs> me and Malia don't do enough shit together or live together <laughs> in the closest proximity you can ever get on under the planet, um, we have decided to do a podcast together. Can so you say it? It is called... You had some difficulty earlier. I, it's a tongue twister. <laughs> it's called 30 Flirty and Flying. Yes. So basically oh. what we are trying to do is like we have a lot of like women reach out to us in our DMs about 
our lifestyle, our job, our traveling. Um, and, yeah. you know, we are two women in our 30s, I guess, breaking societal pressure. Like, you know, we're not married. We're not having babies. We're living our life. We travel. We legit live out of a suitcase. And, you know, we want to get into traveling. We want to inspire women to travel. We want to inspire women to just feel fucking good in their skin. And you yeah. don't have to be doing what society's meant to be telling us what we're meant to do. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I forget. Do we have to say 35 years <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is fun. We are currently in France. Aaliyah, what time zone are you on? Are we on the same time zone? I have no idea. We've had a really hectic week at work (laughs) and Malia's probably had one too many wines, but here we are. Are we going to cut that out? No, I'm here for it. (laughs) I'm sick. I always get sick while traveling. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I was going to talk about Micronesia. Okay, when you were backpacking, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we were only there for such a short time and we wanted to achieve so much. That's mm-hmm. that. You don't yeah. go out after dark, you're not going to bar. There, well, there weren't bars, but yeah. Wow. Interesting. We had people on scooters chasing me, like knocking on the door, and my boyfriend had to put like a sarong over my head because they just wouldn't leave us alone. They were just like staring at us. If you have the time to do it, I recommend doing it. Just do it. Yeah, do it. Pick a place. Like I said, there's such a difference between a vacation and travel. Is that a wrap? Ahoy. Okay, no one says ahoy, Cam. Hey. <laughs> Ahura Media Production.